Tums candy? So, candy that tastes like Tums. Yeah, I love Tums. Never in my life have I ever heard somebody that would, oh God, that's like the equivalent of somebody like tasting cherry syrup medicine and they're like, hmm, got to find something that tastes like this. I like that. <laughs> you like cherry syrup too? Yeah. You are a psychopath. <laughs> Hi, welcome to The Gailey Show. This episode, we are talking about the T and LGBTQ+, and I don't mean the kind you spill. From my understanding and research, it can mean a few different things regarding to gender, but because we aren't transgender or struggle with our gender, we can't speak much on this, so we wanted to bring someone who can educate us on this topic. Marley, fuck our glasses. Let's talk about the lesbian Christmas movie. This lesbian Christmas movie, which is called the happiest season yep yes and it is about uh a lesbian couple that's been together for long enough that they at least live together uh are going home for christmas to one of their families and on the way there that said lesbian says oh shit i didn't tell my parents that uh we're together or and, that she's uh, Oh, oh, right, right. It's not even that they're together. It's the fact that she has not come out. No way. It's another story about a lesbian that hasn't come out to her family. Oh, dear Lord, what is going to happen? And it's a Christmas movie, so I bet you, I bet you it's going to end up positive. <laughs> I bet you it's going to work out. Oh, man. Okay, so... Yeah. We talked about this earlier, so give me your, give me your take. I know you have like you got a rating system. You're better at this than I am, so you you got to tell me. So content, I was gonna say two. We'll give it a three out of ten. Okay. Because it was accurate for it was really accurate for um, that particular theme. Um, ten out of ten for the acting and people who portrayed them so good. I love all of them. Fair. And they're all extremely attractive. Oof. oof, oof. <laughs> I give me so every plaza will be here. On <laughs> okay. Do you have another do you have another column or is it just is it content and acting well, slash The movie was good because for okay, for me the movie was good because of the people who played it. Because watching that, like I said, it's really accurate, but I have been on, so Kristen Stewart, her character's name is Abby. Yeah. I have been on that side. So sitting there, it's just like, fuck, I have to go through this again. Like, Yeah. Yeah. You and me both, sister. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was okay. So that was a that was a thought that I had the entire movie. It was like, oh, fuck, this kind of sucks. Don't put it in my face. Like I thought. I'd be like, I, I live this. I don't need. I want to sit here and be happy and entertained. I don't want to sit here and really relive the shit that I've already been through. Right, and not to get super depressing, but of course this movie ends up the opposite of mine and yours like experiences. So it's like, oh fuck you guys, like fuck you guys. But yeah. that being said also like being of this experience it, like you said it was pretty accurate like yeah that kind of makes sense i will say that i don't think the so the the one that came out to her parents or oh i'm sorry excuse me spoiler alert she comes out to her parents and it's okay uh i don't know if they 
portrayed her right. I don't know. I just, I, as someone who's been in love with someone who hasn't dealt with that, it, it just seemed like she was made out to be the bad guy for a really long time. And some of her behavior is awful. Like you, you grow up, but the other part, the other side of that coin is like, she's still kind of struggling with this thing. And yeah. it was, yes, it was messed up of her to bring somebody else into it without actually you know what i'll go back it's not that messed up to bring somebody into it what was messed up is that she lied about coming out like she said that she had and then on the way to this big deal she was like oh whoops that and honestly if i was the on the other end of it that would be the end for me oh yeah i was sitting there and i was like done yeah exactly like i'm done movie fucking over i would be like no i could so i don't I understand the struggle and I appreciate the struggle and I will always like, you know, if I love you, that's, that's what we're doing. But if you, the second you lie to me, like it's, it is done. I am over it. Communication is key. It's true. But, uh, I mean, that being said, we can go back to these, uh, fine ass women. Yo, when Aubrey Plaza came on the screen, I shit you not. I had to pause it and just get up and walk for a second because <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> oh, she, I agree. I mean, I couldn't stop it and pause it because, you know, I was with family and that would have been awkward, but I feel you. I felt that. I felt, I felt that on another level. So the, the content, let's, let's get into what we want now. Yeah. So we've already, we've already had the coming out like we talked about last episode. Right. What's, what's next? Right now, it feels like everybody thinks that a lesbian, gay, whoever, once they come out, their story pretty much ends there. No matter what happens, like, if you're accepted or not, like, that's pretty much where all these types of movies just stop. And we, we're just looking for something that isn't based around the fact that someone's not out yet. Like, yeah. Poor like, K. What, what, what happens after? I don't watch a lot of Christmas movies, but I know 100% that there has been a million straight versions of someone finding someone random or like a coworker or someone and being like, will you come home with me so my parents don't think and my family doesn't think that I'm alone. Right. Just the lesbian couple in that. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with coming out. The struggle is something else. Something right. else that, that's real and honest. Exactly. And, yeah. And, and speaking of real and honest, it's not just experienced by straight people. Guess what? Gay people also experience that. Not it's everybody true. is always worried about coming out, especially after you've come out. Yeah, and and like we've said, it was a very accurate story of what can ha like what a lot of people go through when they come out. But I've had a really accepting group of people, and so my struggle with that is is over. And right. And there has, I mean, if this is the groundwork, if if this is what has to be put in for this genre, mm -hmm. that's good, that's fine. But as someone who has already seen the groundwork and I'm just, I'm ready for something new. I want a different struggle. Give me, give the gays a different struggle. How do you feel about the like lesbian actors playing lesbian characters or, cause all of these folks are straight except Kristen, right? Aubrey Plaza is bi. Oh, okay, I didn't know. Likes girls. 
Yeah. Oh, we'll see that. And that's pretty, I mean, that's really great. The irony of this entire thing, though, is the actor who plays the father, the straight, unaccepting father, is gay. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> well, and this movie was directed by a woman. Do you know The best ones are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Do you know who she is? I no, think I don't. I think she's gay, but I'm not 100% sure. I know that she's been in a bunch of gay stuff. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so... So by Haley's logic, she's gay until proven straight. <laughs> I don't, I've, I've tried to stop myself from doing digging so that I d don't get hurt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that is a, a defense mechanism. I am... That sounds like growth. Some people may comment otherwise, but uh, you haven't known Haley as long as I have, so... I am proud a of you. Day. A different day. Different day. <laughs> So happy season. Uh, just give it a shot. I think it's still a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had my straight friend text me and was like, "You need to watch this movie. It's so good." And uh, I can see why people like it. I can see why people think it's good, and it is good. But you know, when you've already seen it, you've already seen it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that like other people have that with other things, you know. No, I'm glad that that's like a lot of people are watching it, straight people, whoever, because for, I mean, it is accurate. Like it is, if in that situation, that's usually how it goes. So, yeah. Did you, do you ever watch gay content with straight people? I really try to get my mom into stuff and I've yeah. watched, <laughs> I've watched stuff with my sister. Um, no, I, <laughs> I don't surround myself with very many people, and the one person I watch shit with is my gay roommate, so. <laughs> Maybe, I think that's, might be the reason why I don't usually watch, like, gay content, is because I don't, I'm not usually nice to a gay person who's like, ooh, yeah, let's watch that. I'm not <laughs> trying to expose us, but that's all we do. <laughs> oh, God, it's so true. And I, I liked watching with my mom and my sister and my grandma because I liked hearing their reactions. So like that the like we were talking about earlier the um the Harper character the one who hadn't come out yet she in the movie spoiler alert I'm pretty sure I said that already but in the movie she does this like it's talked about she does this terrible thing when she's like 14 to um Aubrey Plaza's character and uh my mom was like ugh and my sister was like oh I hate her and my initial reaction to that was like hey you know, she was 14. Like, of course she freaked out and hurt somebody and lied so that she didn't have to deal with this. You definitely, she definitely owed Aubrey Plaza an apology. There's like, there's no excuse for what she did, but it's like, you can't, you can understand it a little bit. Yeah, no, everything is scary when you're younger. So true. Even roller coasters. They still might be when you're older too. <laughs> <laughs> uh but hopefully people who go through that when they're younger learn to respect people and not lie and just be honest with themselves and other people. Okay, so on the topic of coming out, coming out isn't just for your sexuality. People have to come out um, with their gender. Like a transgender person still has to come out. That's still coming out. Yeah. I, I am speechless because I, I can't even fathom what, that's like because even when we were talking about doing this episode 
you wrote down a question that was like, how do we define gender? And I was like, it seems like such a simple answer to me because I've, I've never thought about it. So yeah, I, <sighs> well, but see, talk about a coming out story that people need to see that that is something that I need to see. That's something that I want to learn about. So I'm super, super excited for our interview today because I need to know there's, there's just so much I do not know. Same. I um, have gone out of my way to search for people. Um, like I've seen a few YouTube videos of people going through their journey of transitioning. And this is just because it's something that took me a really long time. I'm not going to lie. It took me a long time to separate sexuality and gender. Oh, and that's just sure. because, you know, where I grew up and, and how you're taught. So I thought, well, if you're a boy, you like a girl. And if you're a girl, you like a boy. So if you want to change to a boy, then you have to start, then you'll like girls, right? It was just really, really hard. And it took me a really long time to differentiate that. Yeah, between the two. Hand up. I honestly haven't given as much thought as you have. Like I, that's about as far as my thinking has had gone is like, well, that sucks. Like I get to that point where I'm like, wait a second. And I ask all those really scary questions. And I'm like, I don't, that, God, I can't even imagine going through that. Well, we have a black transgender woman to thank for our pride movement. That's why, that's why we get to celebrate it every June though. Pride month is every month. <laughs> it's true. Pride month is every month. Put it on a t-shirt. But it's just extra special in June. Agreed. Agreed. So in the in the vein of of being ignorant, we're going to interview my friend Michael, who I met in college. And uh, so I've known him for five years. He is out doing his thing in L.A., and I'll let him get more into his life for you guys. But uh, that's who we're talking to today. And I just want to say, Haley, before we get into this, the reason – so I did not – I still don't know. I don't know a lot of things about the gay community. And for a very long time, I, like, felt bad about it. But I, I just think it's important for – you know, if you guys don't know, it's, it's okay to go search – and, you know, find your own answers. Like real people content. There are like YouTubers. I mean, social media platforms, people on social media, they will post really candid stuff. So if you are curious, which you should be, and you should go educate and, and, and teach yourself and learn. Um, it's not really anyone's job to educate you. Uh, and I mean that in, if you, if you are curious, you need to go, you need to go seek it out. And there is a lot of real life, real life stuff you can find. Agreed. That's fine podcast right here is a good example come learn with us hi michael hi what's up i'm pretty good how are you oh you know dandy thank you for joining <laughs> us today of course i'm excited oh we are is also very excited i am very excited we as a whole are very excited and i <laughs> we actually Haley, right we have a few listeners who are also very excited right mm -hmm. oh shit Wait, wait, should we tell them the title of this? Because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> you should. You should tell them the title. Okay, okay. It's, um, what's the T? Love like, it. Yes. We did have to explain it. Good. It landed. Look at that. It landed. That's the important part. So, Michael, before we get into all the nitty gritty, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? For sure. I am a tailor. I studied costume design at the same school as Marley. I was studying technical design. 
Yep, sure. Let's go with that. Yep. We'll go with that. It's theater, um, so it's just the degree in bullshit is really what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, basically. <laughs> How to cut corners and get away with it. Yep. Uh, and make it look good while you're doing that. Yes, yes. Always look good. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so I currently work as an independent contractor for a denim fashion company, and I have my own podcast, Diamond Blind. It's a uh, true crime in the entertainment industry, so it's a lot about, like, uh, employees getting taken advantage of, stuff like that. Oh, damn. Okay, wait, one more one more time? Uh, it's called Diamond Blind. Diamond Blind. Yeah. Check it out. I will also check it out. For oh, sure. How do you identify? I am a transgender male. I use he, him pronouns. I also accept they, them. Okay, you accept both. Yeah. Where Not does... she, her pronouns. That's the line I draw, but okay. they, them is works. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so uh, on the topic of pronouns because Haley and I were talking about this too yeah do you think it's do you think it's important to like when you first meet somebody or when you go into a job interview or even like on emails people are putting like their pronouns in signatures now that's such a good idea and I should get into the habit of doing it it doesn't help that like people very often like assume especially when I'm applying for a job they're like "Mm." they expect one thing and then I like show up in the zoom interview and they're like what well okay so if we just a smidgen gay so just a smidgen so if you if we start like doing pronouns right if if i don't know if i'm calling somebody for an interview they make their pronouns known to me then i know Mm -hmm. that there's something there right or is that is that wrong to assume is that not necessarily i i identify specifically as a transgender male because the idea of like identifying as a male is just not my thing Wow. Like, men have so much, so many walls, and okay. I don't subscribe to that. Okay. You don't just subscribe to I any like walls and our barriers. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, on that line, um, hmm. what's a correct labeling for a transgender person? Because I know just, like, gay people, like, like, faggot used to be something, and now it's not okay. So, yeah. like, like so transgender trans unfortunately it's really up to like the person you're talking to i am very relaxed as far as that usually goes i don't typically care like i'm not like a passing cis male type of trans guy so i'm never gonna be like oh man you called me trans how fucking dare you but can you explain cis male uh, yeah, so cis males are all of the ones that were born with peni and want the peni. Okay, got you, got you. Who are comfortable with the way that they've been produced into the world. Correct. Okay, that's good to know because I did not know that. <laughs> I am extremely ignorant in all this stuff, as you will find out as we keep going. <laughs> so can you tell us when you started feeling like uncomfortable in your body like when you started noticing that something wasn't quite correct i realized that i wasn't gonna be like all of like my guy friends in like the fourth grade and like you know how they they pull you aside and they separate you by gender to tell you about how your body's gonna change yes yes and i was so confused because i was like following all of my friends and they were like no 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 you got you got to come over here to the scary room <laughs> the one where we talk about bleeding all the time yup yup and i was just i remember sitting through that and i was like oh my god this happens to people <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
So like pretty early then. Yeah. Like, I think it was around like 10-ish. So when did you, so that was in your brain. Yeah. When did it, when did it come to a point where you were able to articulate how you were feeling about yourself? Uh, probably not until I was like 17. Okay. And I like toyed with the idea of like coming out as trans male and I was like, nah. And so I came out as non-binary and that went poorly. <laughs> Why? I really, I really just looked like a really botched lesbian. <laughs> What's and wrong so, with that, Michael? <laughs> it would have been fine, except for every lesbian in the school started trying to ask me out every 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so true. Oh, are you, are you like me? Let's date. It's, uh, oh, okay. I have to tell a funny story about that exact, like, type of situation. I used to work at Arby's and I, like, somebody came through the drive-thru and saw my short hair and just started hitting on me. And I was like, so pissed i was like just because i have short hair doesn't mean i want like just because i look like your type i am i don't want to fuck you like that's not yeah. <laughs> how that works and that person was driving and like definitely older than high school so like that does not end oh my Can god that's so because i have the exact pro opposite problem what <laughs> say that again I need, to to flirt. I need a girl to flirt with me i can't flirt with a girl well shave your head you just need to hang out with someone who looks like me. Everyone will just assume that you're also gay. <laughs> me and Marley had talked about that. How, like, if we walk down the street, people are going to be like, yeah, they're dating. They're probably <laughs> together yeah. because of my short-ass hair. I walk around with um, a, my one of my best friend's uh, wife. And, like, we were walking around Costco. And, we, I don't know, we caught some eyes. And I was like, how many of these people think that we're, like, together? All of them. All of them. <laughs> All probably. Every single one of them. Probably. God, God damn society. <laughs> You're going to get better, though. I have hope that you're going to get better. Um, so is there is there any, like, uh, coming out story you want to share? Anybody that you particularly came out to that, like, resonated or went poorly or is something, you know, was a learning experience for you? Ooh, my grandma. Oh. Just last year. Oh, my so goodness. My, yeah. Well, okay. To preface this, she's known that I've been trans for, like, two years before this okay and i needed a temporary place to live in la um before i could get like a permanent place because i was uh, about to get top surgery but oh. i was also moving so i was like i don't want to like rent an apartment and then like be gone for a month and a half because i'm recovering from surgery right and so she was like well you can live with me and i was like are you going to be okay with that are you going to be okay? And she was like, yeah, it'll be awesome. I, I love you. And I'm just like, mm, you sure? You <laughs> absolutely sure about this? And so I moved down here and she took it poorly. She <laughs> took it real poorly. But like how? What do you mean? She refused to use my name or my pronouns at all. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yup, 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 yup. That's rough. I'm very sorry. I it's been about a year now so I'm fine but yeah it was really upsetting at the time because it was just like you've known about this for like two-ish years now so. and said that it was okay and said that it was okay and I was transparent about it I was like I'm not like you can't be acting crazy right you need to treat me like a human being and she <sighs> refused to do that so I was like I'm gonna go now and yeah. so I had two weeks until I had secured a couch to sleep on for a month after your surgery 
no, this was before my surgery. Okay. So, and I had two weeks before I had to, had this couch and she kicked me out. So I was homeless for two weeks. Wow. Jesus. Yep. H. Um, that was like my one, like, you know, like the coming out horror stories. Like before then it was decently smooth. And then that happened and I was like, wow. Okay. Oh, so, so this is what like. Even with your parents, it was smooth? Um, it was never like, we're going to kick you out bad. Like, my dad didn't really talk about it. I ran away three times before he was like, can you not do that? And I was like, well, can you rein in your wife? And he's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God, that, that blows. So, so how do you go about dealing with someone who won't call you by your preferred pronouns or your, or your name? I attempted to have a reasonable discussion with her, and then when that failed, I was like, cool, I'm going to remove myself from this situation. And so she's no longer allowed to ask questions about me. I've told my parents not to tell her shit about anything that I'm doing. So if you're, like, a boss or whatever, somebody you work with, somebody that you really Mm -hmm. don't quite know all that much is also behaving the same way, do you even approach them with reasonable conversation, or do you just remove yourself from the situation? I do. I've had this happen to me at work once. I had a coworker that was holding my name hostage, which we love. Oh. Yup. And I ended up going to a manager and they were reprimanded. And after that, it was no longer an issue. And so I've had to do that a couple times with like IT because our IT people were in India and they don't like us. Oh, wow. I did not. I didn't know that that was a thing. So it's basically up to you, right? You you choose who's worth having the conversation with and who's yeah. worth just going to your boss about. I'm glad to hear that somebody had your back in that situation. Yeah. Oh, can you explain holding your name hostage? Oh, yeah. Um. So they knew what my dad name was. And so whenever I would say something or do something that they didn't agree with or if they asked, like, not asked me so much as demanded that I do something and then I was like, I don't want to do that they would refuse to use my actual name and they would only refer to me by my dead name. Ugh, wow. God. Which is not God. acceptable behavior. No. A hundred percent. And dead name is? The name that's like on your birth certificate. Got it. That most trans people call it their dead name because that person's dead. Oh, wow. Good to know. Okay. So that is that how you see it too? You, you've, yeah. you've killed this this version of yourself this this like false version of yourself yeah it's sort i kind of think of it like the world's longest stage role <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put yeah, it that's, that's yeah. not really i have no issues with that i i completely get that we don't need to explain that any further that makes total sense uh and then so curtain curtain on the stage role yes and here you are i always joke that if i had a um like a biography about myself i would name it i deserve an oscar my 19 year (laughs) 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 so we can go back to that so you officially came out you're thinking about it around 17 you officially came yeah at 19 and it took until 19 to actually do it so yeah that's where I come in, or that's kind of where we met. I am one of I of the group of people who met you as your dead name, and then the next semester, yeah, you were Michael. 
where so where do you start like what what was your first step um i really did like I was watching a lot of like YouTube videos about like transgender people and I was just like, if they can do it, it's probably fine. And then I happened to get a summer stock in San Francisco. Nice. And so I was like, I'm going to be in San Francisco. I'm going to be working so much that I'm probably never going to see my family. So I might as well start there. And so during my entire summer stock, like I applied to my summer stock under my new name and I got a job at Levi's, which is where I ended up working for like three or four years and I also did that under my new name and I just kind of completely your name yeah Michael under my name now which is Michael and so I just kind of completely erased that old person for the entire summer and I was like this is great I'm gonna just continue this so did you have a little bit of a leeway with people who knew you who knew you as your dead name like because I'll be honest, when, when you came back, it was uh, difficult for me, not because I didn't understand yeah. or support it. It was just like I, I had known you for six months as, as someone else. So I yeah. know that I slipped up a few thousand times. How do, you, how do you deal with things like that from people that you know? I mean, obviously, fuck the people yeah. you don't know. but Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wasn't like, I think the hardest thing was when I first came out. And, like, because I had been in San Francisco and other than, like, one cousin and my grandma, a different grandma, a very nice grandma that I love. Thank God. um, Who was, like, that I lived with, no one ever called me by my old name. So I was never, like, exposed to it. And so to come back and then, like, all of a sudden, like, everyone's calling me that again, I was just like, whoa, culture shock. Stressful. Uh, And so, like, once everyone kind of, like was on the same page as like this is the new normal and like everyone was like working towards like getting better at it it was easier for me to be like all right I can deal with this that's awesome it was weird because I went from everyone just knowing never knowing me as anything else to everyone being like whoa yeah did you lose anybody um No one worth knowing, apparently, because I can't remember. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Absolute perfection. You mentioned that you had top surgery. Yeah. So what, is that something you're open? Like, if someone were to come up and ask you, like, what, what are intrusive questions or what should you not ask? Probably not about my bits, which is what I call the sexual organs. Um, that's a lot. I had a, a first date ask me about that once. There was no second date. <laughs> I wonder why people are so, why do you think people are so, is, is it because they don't understand? So they're just trying to figure out what parts like yeah. grasp or I don't get it either. It's, I think part of it is that there's a lot more like exposure for transgender people right now, but there still isn't like as much necessarily. And so a lot of people just don't understand it. And so like, your first instinct when you see something new is to ask a million questions and you don't think ahead about what you're asking and then you don't get a second date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, sure. Um, sure. Speaking about dating, do you have, so do you have a preferred, uh, like a sexual preference of partner? Uh, I prefer males, but I don't really care too much. Good for you. As long as they're not shitty people. Yeah, essentially, yeah. As yeah. long as you're cool, we're cool. 
yeah. Uh, have you had any like serious relationships since? Since no. Okay. No, I don't. People suck. Man. <laughs> I I mean I spent so much time just wanting to be like comfortable in my own skin. I didn't really was I was never really concerned about other people. So I haven't even really given it much thought. But are, you, for are you. you at that point now though that you're like okay I'm comfortable I'm ready. Yeah, I'm definitely more comfortable. Unfortunately, COVID happened, and I'm not about to, like, be inviting that shit into my life. Fair. <laughs> like, being healthy. What? Novel no concept. <laughs> so, tell me if this is out of line, but do you, mm-hmm. do you still drink? Yes, I do. Okay. Not nearly as much as before. <laughs> that's a, Okay, so that's where I was going with it. Yeah. it like, so in, in college, like, and I drank like a fish too like i was bad <laughs> we could have practiced some but it's college but i it's something that i know that you yeah. noticed when we were in school so i'm just yeah i'm i'm not nearly part of the problem was that before i came out and before i like was really like figuring out how to be okay with being myself i very much was not happy and not safe and no one should have left me alone with anything potentially dangerous to myself and so a lot of my like drinking issues did stem from like my suicidal tendencies because it's very easy to kill yourself when you're drinking people so i've been (laughs) please don't do that (laughs) please do not so how did you cope with that how did you get through it because you experienced it there's no going back but like how how do you deal with it now or how did you get over that hump my senior semester, I started getting treatment for PTSD and I was going to therapy and that helped. It also helped that at that point I was a lot more self-aware because I was going to therapy and stuff like that, that like, I was like, oh, yeah, see what I'm doing there? Yeah. <laughs> Probably should stop that. <laughs> Don't you and, hate therapy? Yeah. <laughs> I was really? just about to say that. Fuck those guys, but also thank you, therapist. Yeah, but also fuck you guys. How dare you poke holes in my brain? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therapists are like the partner that's just like, well, why? All the time. Why do you? Yeah. Do this? Why do you my, do that? Why is it that way? My first therapy appointment, she goes, "Oh, you're not gonna like this," and I was like, "Well, the fuck am I coming then?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait I started my first therapy appointment with being like I want to get out of my comfort zone and then like at the end I said something like I'm uncomfortable and she was like yeah and I was like oh god damn it (laughs) god it was a time um Michael do you have anything you want to say to anybody who might still be struggling with coming into their own trans gay bi any of that uh yeah it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to not be confident. Just don't live your life by other people's rules because at the end of the day, then you're not really living. I like that. Hell yeah. Your profession is pretty dope. Yeah. You want like to think so. <laughs> yeah. Just, just as, you know, maybe we won't put this in, but I want to know, like, how did you get there? How did you know that you wanted to be that? Hat and has your the way you identify affected any part of like getting a job keeping a job dealing with people for sure i like puzzles is my thing and clothing is really just a three-dimensional puzzle 
And so I always was fascinated by it, but my parents are not about that. They're both lawyers. So clearly I was not going to be a tailor. Um, and it was under the same vein as um, like having to figure out what I want to do rather than like worrying about everyone else in the world. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm dropping out of engineering and I'm going to become a tailor now. And that went over Thanksgiving dinner so well. My dad was literally traumatized. Uh, when my brother came home from his first year for Thanksgiving, my dad was sitting at the table just ready for a bomb to drop. <laughs> I'm just like, you're fine. Like, no one's going to bombard you with, I'm dropping out of engineering. I'm going to become an art student. Bye, dad. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the art student conversation is always an interesting one with parents and no. family and people who have jobs that make lots of money. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's really funny because my dad in the car ride home, he was like, yeah, that makes sense. You fucking hated math. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> and then he gets home and he's just like, hey, so like news. And my mom's like, mm. And she pulls him to the side, and then he was like, so this is a bad decision. You shouldn't do it. And he's, like, looking at the ground. Shit. <laughs> and look like, at you now. You've had some experiences. It hasn't been as bad as, like, other people. I, like, as far as, like, my experiences, experiences have been, they're usually pretty chill. I think... I had one really bad experience in San Francisco. Some dude called me a faggot and, like, chucked something at my head. Out in, in the city or, like, at work? In San Francisco, I lived in um, a very foggy, dark part of town. So all so, of San Francisco? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but in a particularly foggy or darker part. <laughs> and it, it was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was, like there's no one fucking there so I'm just like listening to my music skipping down the hill like jamming out and this dude calls me a faggot and like chucks something at my head and it like explodes oh and like God. I think something hit me in the leg or something oh and I just that... remember being like vaguely traumatized and that was like the only time that I've had like someone like physically accost me just for being trans Jeez. I've never had like before I had someone try and do that because I wouldn't hem their pants for them <laughs> oh. and I was like homie you need to take two steps back please oh god that makes me so unbelievably angry I'm not sure if I can put it into words well, are, <laughs> it's, it's real like people are dying all the time be yeah. just because of it it's it's horrible it's uh, Michael I'm glad that you survived that situation I'm glad that you survived coming out I'm glad that you survived the move to LA and at this point I'm glad you've survived 2020. <laughs> I am too. I it's been a ride. Okay Michael we want to start a new segment. Are you were you down? Would you like to do it with us? Because we'd love to have you do it with us. For sure. Okay. I'm done. So we're calling this one So It Was a Crush and a, we want to talk about movies things that like back in the day you hated or maybe didn't really understand how you felt about it so you just said you hated it but now you're understanding that it was more than hate and probably like just full-on love for whoever or whatever uh we're talking about so Haley's been super excited about this so I'm gonna you gotta go first <laughs> okay um so mine wasn't a one that I hated um I don't uh, have you guys seen Ella Enchanted? 
that movie. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. But I remember when it came out, I had <laughs> the like the DVD player that looked like a laptop, you know, like the small ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten the movie and I'm not kidding you. I put it in and it played for 24 hours. It, it like stopped <laughs> and I would click play, play movie again. <laughs> I had no business watching that movie for 24 hours straight. I was like, this is such a good movie. I love this movie. And then now I'm like, no, I just was in love with Anne Hathaway. Like, are you fucking kidding me? She's an icon. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> was, yes. Oh, Anne Hathaway's a good one. I, I think for me, my relationship with Anne Hathaway though, is, has always been like, damn girl i like you <laughs> yeah yeah that's what it was. she was singing she was dancing like she was doing it all yeah Man. so wait exactly what was it about her it was it the singing and the dancing or was it just oh, like, yeah. wonderful Did you just get lost in her eyes yes yes <laughs> i would see her and i'm just like oh she's she's good she's so good at what she's doing yeah. <laughs> uh okay that that one's really good michael uh, I would watch the Underworld movies a lot as a kid, and I didn't like scary-ish movies at all, yeah. but I was, like, obsessed, and it's 100% because of the hot lady in a cat suit. Like, <laughs> that is it. That is the reason. <laughs> Did, okay, so for cool. both, this is a question for both of you. Did anybody, because this is when you were younger, right? Were your parents or, like, anybody, like, why are you watching this so much? No one called me out of my shit. Like, no one. Just <laughs> let me watch a movie for 24 hours straight. <laughs> my parents wouldn't let me watch it. They were like, nah, this is un- inappropriate for children. So I'd just be, like, like in the background, like, looking over the, <laughs> the fucking couch, like, oh, the hot chick. <laughs> For those of you who are slightly younger than us, this was before the internet on our phone. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. And this one, so they, speaking of like what we were talking about earlier, uh, the happiest season, Kristen Stewart, I, when fucking Twilight came out, I was the one who Twilight was like, hater? Oh, oh, big Twilight hater. However, however, there was a, a birthday party. My friends had a birthday party. And we all went to watch the first Twilight midnight showing. And as we were waiting in line, I'm staring at this poster oh and I God. go, you know, maybe this movie, maybe it won't be that bad. But like, I only, I kept that so internal because up until that point, I had hated on Twilight for the longest time. But I think those like, <laughs> hatred feelings were me. Like, I'm in love with Kristen Stewart. She's, she's attractive. I am just now She's thinking, awesome. you know, when people were like team Edward or team Jacob, I was like, oh, I don't want to pick. I think I was just team Bella. Like, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I, I, I went back and that. like read the books. Re- well, read, I listened to the books. <laughs> I'm team Bella needs to drop both these boys and go find <laughs> someone else. It's so, yeah. God, they, it's so she true. Can, she, can date, she can date Alice. <gasps> Truly. That would have been 10 out of 10. Oh. Or what's the other girl? What's the other girl? They they had they had chemistry. The blonde. Angela. Angela was the quiet girl who was actually nice, and they got what? along really well. The other sister. What was her name? Rosalie was a bitch. But Rosalie. they had chemistry. Oh. It would have been the most toxic relationship ever, but it probably would have worked. <laughs> Dude, I was I was openly into Alice. Alice is was or is jasper was my fucking man whoa okay so the baseball scene 
which apparently is terrible in the movie, but like eat like very Whoa. well described in the book. But like, ooh, when I think it's Alice, the one who's pitching that it, I dead done. Like I just like fainted when she yeah. lifts her leg and goes. No. So, that scene will go down in history. It, uh, amazing. Beautiful. Amazing. All of it. Oh, so Twilight has done a lot for all three of us, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Twilight did a lot for a lot of people, whether you like it or not. It, oh it, God, it it's way. really trash, and yet I will never deny that I liked it. Never. I, yeah. uh, I didn't get it, and now I'm just like, nah, that that was de- it was decent. Like I'm yeah. not gonna lie to myself. Oh, I just I lied to myself until about five years ago. So I finally I finally came to terms with it, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much. So so much again. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, you guys listen to episode five of my okay. podcast okay that's the best okay. episode i actually i wrote it down i'm excited <laughs> yes i'm definitely i need stuff to listen to while i'm working so. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. all right michael okay. stay safe you too and that was so it was a crush with our guest michael he was fantastic by the way yeah oh my god absolutely amazing Such i know I know that I learned a shit ton, and I hope that, that people listening also learned a shit ton. Hell yeah. That was, that was really good. Um, so that's kind of the stuff we want to do here on this podcast. And like I said, we are still toying with the idea of doing a new segment called Straight Up, where we take questions from straight people about all things. Last time I said all things lesbian, but... All things, just throw them our way. Let's talk about it. Uh, Haley, if they want to talk about it, where can they? You can either DM us on Instagram at The Gailey Show or email us. Our email is thegaileyshow at gmail.com. If you like listening to us talk about gay shit, spread the word, rate us, write a review, and tune in to our next episode. We release a new episode every Friday, and you can stay up to date by following our Instagram accounts. Again, at The Gailey Show. Thanks for that, Haley. You say jump, I say how high. Boy, do I love the shit out of you. (laughs) I fucking love you, bro.